Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of the Empire Builders Mastercast. Honore, how are you doing? I'm so good. How are you? you? I'm happy. We're. I mean, I'm not happy that we're at the end of the book, but I'm happy that we're at the end of the book. <laughs> Thank right? God this book is almost done. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We are finished with this. We the can book, move on. The book marketing Bible uh, is we're we're in uh, Revelations. That's where we're at. We're at the very All right. Should I have titled it the book marketing Bible? Did I miss? <laughs> did I miss an opportunity? I always feel I would feel nervous using the word Bible. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I would I would feel like there would there might be some pushback from from a from a a celestial situation that I would not want to go up against. So yeah. I'm gonna. I'm going to leave it as it is. Yeah, and a couple of our a couple of our pastor friends be like, "Hey, I'd like to talk to you for just a moment." <laughs> yeah, can you just can you just step into my office because I want to save you from yourself? <laughs> I know what you're doing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Pastor John, you. Pastor Kent, we're talking to you. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, so we, we've we've been through like all the like chapters oh. one through ten in in depth, right? Yeah. And you do what you're supposed to do with a great book like this. At the end, you have the very last chapter is a challenge to the readers to then go off and do great things with all the knowledge that you've imparted on them. But you don't do it in like typical like, hey, thanks for reading the book. Now go off and take on the world and you can achieve all your dreams. That's not what this is. Go forth and prosper. Right. Fair winds and following seas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, look, you just got tons of uh good street cred with all the naval services out there. I, for that one. I am honored with <laughs> by their service and, and grateful. You probably heard that saying way too much earlier in your profession. <laughs> I did. Well, I, I got I got I was very blessed to have a to be touched by the military yeah. as a young adult. And so I I did attend a lot of hail and farewells. And yes. there that phrase was bandied about much. Yes, it was. Much and often. Yes, it is. I know people that like, we used to joke around and say we were just going to like tattoo it on ourselves when we retired. (laughs) Yes. Finally. 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 Thank goodness. Yes. So, uh, so, so in the, in the book, you've talked about a book map and we talked about the importance of this marketing action strategy. Yeah. Doing all the things. And in chapter 11, you say, hey, rather than just like like complete the book and gr- leave that great review on Goodreads that I know you're going to leave because you love this yeah. book so much, um, uh-huh. I want you to also like not just complete a book map, but go do something with it, yeah. right? Yeah, of course. So you talk about finding a buddy, someone that's at the exact same stage as you, maybe even another author who's released a book on a similar topic and convince yep. them that book marketing is the new black and that they need to join you in this challenge and you're creating like an accountability buddy system there for like hey this marketing stuff is tough and it requires a lot of work and it's much better to not do it alone it's tough it's tiring you've done something that is quite an accomplishment you've you've written a book you've published a book whether you published it or someone else published it and now here you are and you're exhausted (laughs) you're like wait a minute that now the work begins. Yeah. I expected that when I gave birth to my child, but <laughs> a book, really? Yeah. So I, I mean, I understand because I've, I've done it. I'm still doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. And I understand that there is project fatigue. Mm. 
And you and so my my advice that I didn't include in the book about having a buddy is it's it's selection is so key yeah. with this because if you have if you have ever done a fitness challenge as I have, and the day that you're like, I don't want to work out, I want to have tacos, and your buddy is like, Yeah, let's skip the workout and go have tacos and margaritas, then <laughs> right, then you find yourself falling off a cliff. But if you have a buddy that says, No, no, no. Remember why you did this, right? Then that's the buddy that's going to say, "Remember why you wrote the book in the first place, and think about all the people who need what's in your book." And so, just do one thing. You don't have to do a full thirty-minute sprint. Just go go to the gym, get on the treadmill for five minutes, drink a protein shake, and then right, and then <laughs> and then if you still want tacos, then go have tacos. But right. but do the activity that you that your future self is going to thank you for that your future book sales are going to thank you for. So when you're selecting a buddy, really be careful. Be the right buddy. Also identify the right buddy. Right. What what do you look for in that person? I mean, yeah, like obviously they need to have some discipline, but you know, is there <laughs> you need to have some discipline. Yeah, I'm I'm really I don't know if I'm the right person to ask, although I'm the author, right? I'm I'm pretty tough. My my fitness buddy is my best friend and we do not suffer a fool. We save no prisoners, right? Yeah. We are like did you do it or did you not do it? I am not the person that is co-signing anyone's nonsense. And I don't want anyone to co-sign my nonsense. I don't want them to say, oh yeah, you don't feel good. Like maybe you should just not do, no, it's like, I, you know, rub some dirt on it, get back, get back out there. Right. And so that's what I look at as someone who's really committed to the bigger picture or not, you know, what, what do I want later versus what do I want right now? Hmm. Right. I'm tough. I don't look like it, but I'm tough. <laughs> uh, you look kind of tough. I, All right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to like, you know, get in a wrestling match with the, with Honoré. If you guys haven't actually met Honoré, you know, she's not, she's not five foot four. Let's just put it that way. That's right. That's right. I'm formidable. <laughs> formidable. I'm formidable. <laughs> um, and you've got that fire, you know, That's right. That's right. take, take on the world. Um, I had the tiger. So, so you've got all these, re <laughs> you got all these resources and these relationships, right? So you've got the book. Yeah. You've got these, by the way, if you guys haven't, um, if you don't know this, when, when you buy one of Honoré's books, this one in particular, she points you to some book resources that she makes available to readers of her book. And those are very valuable resources that if you get the book, they'll make sense to you and then you can apply them to what you're doing. Yes. Um, and you should take those, you should take the book marketing action plan, you should take your buddy system and you should put them all together. Yep. And put a schedule together and then flip in execute like a champ. Right. Yeah. And 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 if you miss a day, don't miss two days. If you miss two days, don't miss three. If you miss seven, don't miss eight. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, the the problem that I see with people in book marketing is they just try it for a couple of minutes and they don't get instant gratification. So they quit. And and so just it's okay to rest. It's not okay to quit. Right. And your book is not an avocado. It's not going to go bad. And it, you will always want to have new readers. I, I've been a part of the Miracle Morning book series for 10 years. And I spoke to an audience two weeks ago. And I said in a ballroom of 250 women, give or take. And I said, how many of you have heard of the Miracle Morning? And three hands went up and two of them were my friends. Right. 
And I was like, wow, here's a whole audience of people. And that's not the first time that's happened. It's actually the second time that I've mentioned the Miracle Morning, assuming everyone on earth has heard of it. So all, all of that to say is the Miracle Morning is sold several million copies. The whole series has sold several million copies. And here we are. I'm in front of an audience of people and they've not ever heard of it. So you will always have new potential readers. So book marketing is just a forever job. Well, I love that that's your perspective on that too, and that you didn't take the the uh, the road that a lot of people fall down, which obviously because you've been doing this a while and you're a pro, but like for people that are like new to the game, they might go, oh my gosh, you know, no one's heard about it. All this stuff I'm doing isn't working. And it's like, no, no, no. This that's is great news. Yeah, this is that's an opportunity. Great news. Yeah, you don't have market saturation. Everybody hasn't said, "Oh, I've already seen that," or "I've already done that," or "I've already read that." You're you're a brand new, um, a brand new gift. Your book is a brand new gift that new people get to discover, and so book marketing is the way that you give that gift. That's all. I love that. Um, yeah, because yeah, when when you first told me that story when it happened, um, I just kind of quietly held my tongue. I was like, "Ooh, there are some people that would have had a little bit of a pitter patter." over you know sure. this room full of people and i'm like you know the pitter patter is good but it's you know it's Lucas, for the right reasons i talk to people who have never heard of think and grow rich right <laughs> yeah have you read think and grow rich by napoleon hill no that sounds great i need to read that and i'm thinking to myself wow okay because i remember reading it for the first time in 1990 on a bus in new york city right getting my brand new copy from the from the barnes and noble <laughs> right on fifth avenue and i was about to say <laughs> i'm like 1990 i'm pretty sure i knew where you were at that point yeah yeah i was taking the bus nice dollar 10 for a token thank you please and thank you yeah that yeah. was great huh <laughs> yeah yeah it was a good time i liked it i actually liked it i loved living in new york city back in the day so anyway yeah. um so so in terms of the resources you're probably going to say like you need to fill out the resources and then give your resources to your buddy, like fill out your book map and then give it a copy to your buddy so that they can see what you're doing too. Hmm. That's important in terms of accountability, because when you say, I want to sell a hundred books a day and here are the three things I'm going to do to get to that number. It seems like a huge number. It seems like three things might not be enough. It's about consistency, but it's also about just talking through with another smart person. How do I, how do I best, execute this and you know might have i been doing this long enough getting encouragement all those sorts of things yeah I, I love that this falls in line with the with the kind of the theme that we've had in many of our conversations about like don't ever feel like you should do this alone right like it, yeah. you should it's always better to have that kind of support um along the path no matter what phase of the book you're in i mean here we're talking about like doing the work to market your book and i feel like sometimes this is where people feel like uh, other writers or competitors and they're not, they're not. No, no, no. Nobody ever reads one book and says, that's it. I'm just going to read this one book over and over and over and over again. And I just right. finished a great book. It took me 17 hours to listen to it. I'm recommending it to a bunch of people, but now I'm on to book two in the series. That's right. Yeah. And I'm recommending the whole series to everyone. Um, it, there's just no one book, right? You, you want, you want all the author friends that write about the same topics as you. It's like, there's so many benefits to author friends, which we've already talked about. Right. Having friends, colleagues, companions in your process absolutely makes the journey delightful. 
and it, it eases the burden uh, of of carrying all the responsibility for the for the the experience of the book marketing by yourself. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. very nice to be able to bounce ideas off of people and share your wins and losses with them and all the things. And it's just part of yeah. the journey, you know. Yeah, and not just wins, but, but also losses, the challenges. But also too, when you have a book come out, um, as we're recording this, I have put out that the audiobook of one of my books is being released. It's available for pre-order. And I know the next time I go check my social media, there will be several people that will have shared that for me without me having to ask because they're my people, they're my friends. I don't have to ask them to do it. They want to do it. That's what your author friends are going to do for you is they're going to promote your books and you're going to promote their books. You're going to share their books. You're going to share, you know, they're going to share your books. It's a, it's a, you know, reciprocity, the law of reciprocity in action. It's, it's, you know, you and I do that for each other. It's right. It's a good fun time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I guess to, to depart, like if you had like one uh, bit of wisdom to share with authors who are embarking on this book marketing journey and they're going to have to, you know, buckle down and get it done. Um, and, and you know, they're going to hit rough spots and they're going to have highs and lows and all the things, but we know that the highs are worth the lows, you know, and all, all this stuff, right? Yeah. If you had one last thing to say to them to keep them motivated on like execution and consistency and all the things, mm. is that what your point would be is like, hey, to be consistent and to execute consistently or would it be something else? Yeah, it would be to, to, to know that when you put up a zero, I don't put up very many zeros anymore mm -hmm. on in book sale days, right? right. Like maybe two days a year, I'll log in and my normal like 50 to 100 books, right, is like pretty consistent. But every so often I'll log in and it's a zero. And I'm like, how do I have 60 books and I've sold zero books in the world on a platform today? As big as what? these things, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? What's happening right now? And so you're going to put up a zero. You're going to put up a zero probably a lot in the first. Oh, yeah few months or few years of your author business. And that's okay because you're someone wants your book. Someone out there, someone right now is thinking to themselves, I want to monetize my book with a course. How do I do that? Right. And they're going to go search for monetizer. Wait, who's this Lucas Marino person? I just got an email today. I forwarded it to you from a guy who found you and then found me and then found Rob Actis and wrote me an email and was like, it's a small world. Like, how do we know all these same people? Here's my book cover. Was it super cool? But it just, when you are tempted to say this didn't work, just remember it can still work. Right. It can still work. And we don't have enough time. Maybe we'll do another episode at some point on revitalizing old titles. That'd be great. Uh, options for revitalizing old titles or what to do when you're, when you feel like, wow, I put up a zero for a week in a row. Like nobody's interested in my book. Woe is me, imposter syndrome, insert bottle of tequila here kind of thing. And you think, you know, maybe this was, maybe this was a fool's errand. Maybe everyone else should have written a book, but I wasted my time and my money. And so then you have some options. And so we'll we'll cover that. I can see Lucas making a note right now. Um, but but when you're tempted to quit, please just don't quit. Just know that there's someone who's really interested in your knowledge and your expertise. And that's why you wrote your book in the first place. And to go back and read the book again, go back and, and read. You must market your book, get the workbook, maybe get the course and pretend like you've never done it before. Start fresh 
and say, okay, I'm going to start a brand new initiative for my book. I'm going to relaunch it in whatever way that looks like. And then just go from there. There's, it's never too late. And I have probably five stories. So we'll just come back and do another video next time about, or, or another pod mastercast about, about this particular topic. Perfect. Well, I, you know, I hate goodbyes. It's these long New York goodbyes as my dad would say, but (laughs) guys, we have gone through, you must market your book. And if you haven't picked it up by now, like, I don't know what you've been waiting for, but go get this book. It's amazing. Like I've said a million times, I have a copy next to me every day on my desk as an author. Um, cause you never stop marketing. It's your daily activity. And I encourage you guys to check it out. And the, the, um, accompanying workbook and the course is called book marketing mastery. So go check them out. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much, Honoré. Thank you, Lucas. We'll see you next time, everybody.